Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, this is your girl Lise Winnie, and I'm a goddamn millennial. So let's get this party started right and quickly. But I gotta, you know, yesterday was Easter. Uh, you know, happy Resurrection Day and everything. Shout out to the Lord, you know, for for all He had done and everything. Um, and I, I want to also give a big shout out to all the people who I know a lot of people was crying and they was upset that they couldn't go and show off their Easter outfit. I know a lot of people was upset that they couldn't show off their Easter bonnets. I know a lot of people was upset that they had to put that yellow suit away. I get you. I got you. But I want to shout out to all of them. This is for you. Okay? This is for all the goddamn people that stayed their asses in the house. Okay? For all the people that watch church on their TV, on their computer, on their iPhone, on their tablet. I want to give a shout on your radio. I don't know. Maybe they they got Morse code. I don't know. Whatever. I want to give a shout out to y'all. This is for y'all. For the people in the back. For the people who stayed their ass in the goddamn house shout out to y'all don't be like the people down there in baton rouge louisiana and coming and 1300 people congregated together like we it's it's a it's a hot spot down there what was y'all thinking man what was you thinking so shout out to them Everybody who stayed there is in the house. I know. We, you know, we wanted to see your each the bonnet and everything. And as I, you know, we put everything on social media. And I be complaining about it. But this is the time. If y'all want to put y'all yellow suits on there and y'all Easter Monday outfits, go do that, y'all. I want to see y'all Easter Monday outfit. Go do that. Y'all deserve it. For staying in the house, sometimes this is the only time some of y'all go to church the entire year. I want to shout y'all out. You know? You only went so you could show off your Easter outfit, but just you do go, okay? And and this be the only time. So I want to shout y'all out for staying your asses in the house, no matter how much you said you wanted to go. You stayed in there. Praise God! I, I just gotta give a big shout out to y'all. Hey, shout, 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 and shout out to Brunch and we recorded yesterday and everything, and that was that was dope. And we got Guru on today, so we gonna talk to him today about knuckleheading and talking into knuckleheads and all that jazz or whatever. So let's get to these hot trending topics of the week. Let's get it. Alright, so, shout out to DJ Premier and RZA, who drew in more than 90,000 people in less than two minutes. I think they ended it with, like, 200,000 views. I, like, I watched it. According to Hip Hop DX, it was, like, in under two, two minutes that they got that many people on there. Everybody stopped through. They had the Hip Hop heads. They also had celebrities in there. They had um, singers in there. Ashanti was in there. Diddy was in there. Nasheer stepped yeah, through. Yeah. It was, like, it was a lot of people in there. And this was one of the best battles. I will say, this was one of the best IG live battle shout out to Swiss Beats and Timbaland for making this happen shout out to them because this was one of the goddamn best battles that they have on there I wanted to get my goddamn Tims I, I don't even have no Tims you know what I mean I, you know, I, I'm in Baltimore so we got tennis you know down here we got some tennis but I wanted to get some Tims it made me feel like I was in Brooklyn and you gotta say it that aggressive I was in Brooklyn I was in the Bronx like it made me feel like I was there like they played all the classics you know what I mean like they played cream and all of that like it it was it was one of them things where I was like this is really dope like I 
I truly was impressed by the resume and and all of the things that they had. Now Rizzo was playing. He 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 went a little long. Okay, some of his songs he played like the whole goddamn song, and I was like, I don't know if you're supposed to do that. I think he's supposed to just get some clips. But we got you, Rizzo. You know, and in the beginning his sound wasn't right, but he got it by the end. But Rizzo, I will say. I did, some of the songs I didn't realize were RZA's songs because you know I was a kid in the 90s like I was very young so some of the songs that he had produced I didn't even realize that he produced that song I was like oh shit I didn't know that this was his song like I didn't know he produced that so I was I was thoroughly impressed you know what I mean like I always respected RZA for the talent that he had and the things that I did know he did but outside of that with the movies and the music and like RZA is dope as shit Wu-Tang forever Wu-Tang Wu-Tang forever but I think DJ Premier matter of fact no this was a goddamn tie because they were both so dope goddamn tie both of them tie dead ass like it was a tie tie and more of a tie it was just that it was dope and diddy is back in hot water again so there you go dizzy diddy stays there diddy stays in hot water and i think it's because he's rich uh so he can afford all the hot water he might as well just like a like hot tub of just outrage because he stays there all the time now and so basically diddy is in hot water because what he has said to live <laughs> So basically, Diddy, he's been online a lot. I think he's bored. He's been on live and online a lot. Okay? He's been doing a lot of live streams. And so he live streamed Easter. And he's invited all these celebrities through. I think him and J-Lo did a dance together. Even though if I was her, man, I would have been like, hey, baby, you can't go Talk to that to live. Him. You can go to all the other lives, but you can't you can't dance with him. No, baby. But she, she danced with him. And he had some other people stop through. And people were upset because Lizzo stopped through. And they were, like, dancing and stuff. And then Lizzo started. She wasn't even, like, twerking. Like, she wasn't. She didn't get on the wall and start twerking. She wasn't twerking in the headstand. She wasn't twerking, you know, or nothing like that. She just kind of was, like, shaking. And he was like, no. This is a kid-friendly environment. But just a few minutes earlier, Drea from, I don't even. she She's on a, some reality show. I'm, I don't watch the reality shows. So I don't know exactly what reality show she was on. But she is on a reality show. Talk and so him. she did it. And she was twerking. And he never said anything to her. He never stopped her. Now, mind you, this this woman, a lot of my millennial people know who she is. If you're not a millennial, you're probably like, who, the, who is that? She's she's a very small woman. um, Very voluptuous, but small woman. And so he allowed her to do that. And he never said anything to her. People like, listen, Diddy, that wasn't right. And I get people always want to bash Lizzo. You do not need to look at Lizzo. If you don't like Lizzo, don't invite Lizzo. You know what Lizzo is at this point, Diddy. Like, you, you was dead ass wrong for that. You know what I mean? Like, you wasn't right, Diddy. Come on, Diddy. Uh, Sean Combs, whatever you want me to call you. P. Diddy, Puffy, I, I don't know. But listen, that wasn't right. You can't call out one and not the other. I get it. And I've said it too. I don't agree with everything that Lizzo is doing, but I don't agree with everything that all these other smaller women are doing. And y'all never call them out. It's some of them that that's all they do is twerk. They can't even, they cannot do any, that's it. They don't even, they can't even speak. They just twerk. They It's like interpretive dance at this point. Like that, that's all they do. And we don't never, you don't never say nothing to them. Just saying. Just saying, Diddy. That was wrong. And according to Yahoo, 
Issa Rae is she's she's tired of being asked like you need to fix Hollywood for the lack of diversity and basically what she said is white men are never asked to fix diversity just black people and I don't mind you know doing this and I do my part because I make sure that people of color are always represented when I can do that but we've got to include some more people in this and I agree with Issa I think that we need to get more black producers and directors and writers and then if the burden will not just fall on one or two people like it won't be like Ava you gotta put some black people over here and he you gotta put some black because that's a lot you know you know and and what's the Lena you gotta put some black people like we, we need some more if you have more people then the burden won't fall on them and you will start to see more people of color in these roles I'm just saying and Ayanna Mayweather is in she could be facing up to 99 years in prison she did get out of prison so she made bail or bond or whatever and uh, but she might be facing up to 99 years it, it you listen you could dip the eggplant in gold you could dip it in gold which by the way if they have that out there let me know if they have that out there but you could dip it in gold and it still wouldn't be worth my goddamn freedom. I said that last week. Ain't no man worth your goddamn freedom. Because he's going to move on. He's going to move past you. And he's going to just move on. And I think it was like NBA young boy is her. The boy she was fighting. And I was like, listen. you Okay. We're going to need to start having calibers of crimes you can commit based on a dude. Because I think if this was it. I think she would just only had to steal like a pack of gum or something. Like, this, it ain't worth it. It's, it was not worth it and this could have gone very bad that girl could have died so I don't know what's gonna happen to Miss Mayweather I am uh, kind of upset a little bit I'm like listen your daddy a whole goddamn boxer like you he ain't teach you to bob and weave he ain't teach you no right hook left hook jab he didn't teach you none of that like we the first thing you thought to was to grab a knife I know daddy taught you something like just uh, no no we can't be out there doing it and i'm not recommending you do violence but i would have much rathered if you was gonna do something at least try to do the boxing first because you can go home you know what i mean you can go home as opposed to somebody end up in a hospital just saying and per tmz tracy morgan was in another another accident with the same lambo i believe that he was in when he first got that and it apparently this was with an alleged pedestrian this time and he was in new york i don't know what's going on so big ups to tracy because tracy's had a lot he's been going through a lot so my big ups to tracy morgan over there and salt and pepper have their biopic coming out in his own lifetime listen i do not like lifetime movies okay lifetime movies are nothing but a soap opera a drama and i'm i'm i've never forgiven lifetime for the debacle that was the Aaliyah movie and i'm an Aaliyah fan listen i've been following Aaliyah since i was a little girl Aaliyah was my favorite singer ever and you know how much i'm in the beehive i keep telling y'all i got my platinum status membership but Aaliyah was the best singer to me as a kid like I was a big Aaliyah fan so when they messed that shit up I was like I'm done with Lifetime I'm done with Lifetime biopics don't belong on Lifetime they that's my husband slept with the babysitter uh, the girl got lost in the woods like those are the types of movies that belong on lifetime anything outside of that I, listen salt and pepper y'all could have went to netflix y'all could have went to cinemax showtime hbo i'm sure somebody would have picked that up because this is not it first of all we got commercials and then secondly it's gonna it's not gonna be right and it's already when i was looking at the people one pepper called pepper because she was darker than salt 
they all the same complexion. I'm like, who picked these people? Listen, Salt and Pepper, did y'all do this? I know you looked at them people was like, they do not look like us. I know, I know. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna move past that. I'm just gonna move on. And the U.S. currently has more than 500,000 confirmed cases and over 20,000 deaths as of yesterday with them starting to send out these stimulus checks now i need and i said that they wasn't mailing them but they are mailing checks but if you have a like electronic deposit you're gonna get yours first and if you filed your taxes more recently they said you should be getting yours first so some people already got it i'm gonna need y'all to keep y'all asses calm okay because i know people already looking for these checks and shit and i'm like what what is like are y'all trying to go shopping or you know because it's sometimes some of these people i'm like they talking about what they gonna buy and i'm like y'all need to save this money we don't know how long we gonna be in the house we don't know how many companies gonna shut down and close down y'all better hold on to this goddamn money and stop trying to buy shit with it i know people that's waiting on this shit oh i'm gonna buy me some speakers like no 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 you need to make sure that you hold on to this money so you can pay your rent or whatever because you don't know what's about to happen okay you did you ain't rich we thousand you gonna be a thousand air sit down okay just just sit down and Hillsborough Sheriff, you know, back to the Tiger King. And I watched it. And I, I watched it and I watched it to just see what had happened and everything. And it was interesting at the time, but now I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Cardi B and them. She trying to do like a fundraiser for him. I'm sick of Donald Trump talking about he might pardon him. I'm sick of it. I don't want no more episodes. Like seven episodes was enough of this train wreck. It was enough. And now they're trying to make more episodes. And the sheriff is saying that he believes that more than one person killed Don Lewis. Who was Carol Baskin's husband? And it, I, I don't know. At this point, I, I don't know. Some people saying he in septic tank. Some people saying the, the tiger shit him out. I, I don't know what happened. But it's, listen, I'm tired. I'm tired of the Tiger King at this point. Like, I'm tired. People dressing up, I'm tired of seeing it. I don't want to see this no more. I, I don't want to see this hillbilly mayonnaise, meth, no teeth. I, I'm tired. I'm tired. Let's let it go. Okay? It's done. It's done. It's it's put it is it's just wrap it up in, in a tissue like you just jizzed off and throw it away. Like I'm tired of it. And speaking of jizzing off in a tissue, the C C D C is urging people to masturbate as opposed to having actual sex. Yeah, they're saying that you could spread it to your partner or whatever. They want to make sure that people are social distancing. And so now they have given housewives and other wives a new excuse to not have sex with their husbands, which is amazing. Thank you, CDC, by the way. But I'm like, if you're already in the house, you're probably going to get in anyway. And then, I mean, I guess if you are doing that, I'm going to need you to clean up after yourself. And Arbor Day is coming up. And you know that last year or every year, Pornhub gives money for trees and stuff for people who watch videos and stuff. So we may be able to plant a whole forest since everybody probably still be stuck in the house. We might be able to reforest the whole goddamn Amazon just off of what's going on now so let's look at the bright sides you know what i mean and only fan has increased their accounts by 79 percent since the start of this quarantine now i'm i'm gonna say like at times it's hard i might be on there you know little boosie said it best you know put your pussy lips on the screen and i give you a thousand dollars like I, I might have to try it you know what i mean like it might be one of them things where i might have to give me an account you might see a lusty winnie on there 
I, I don't know what I'm gonna do because I'm not really a sexy person, you know? Um, I'm kind of silly and dopey, but I, I'm gonna have to try something. I don't know, maybe I can juggle. I, I don't... I, I don't know, but I might have to get on there. It, it seems like a promising situation. Don't judge me. You don't know me like that. You don't know what my situation is. You don't know. You don't know me, boo-boo. Don't judge me if you listen to this. So, this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week. I'm just saying. Let- Alright, so let me talk a little bit about Insecure. Which came on yesterday, and I know, I know a lot of people are like, why are you saying, why are you saying it like that? That's how I say insecure, okay? So I'm gonna say it like that because I want to say it like that. Insecure is one of the best shows I think that's out right now. I think the diversity in the cast is is pretty dope. I think the storyline is original. We don't have a lot of that out now. Uh, I will say though the 30 minutes though Issa is like killing me like the 30 minutes is killing me but I get it like you're being strategic and I think that the show it, it left off it came back where it left off and I think that it still has that juice because it is only 30 minutes so your content you can really take your content far and I think Issa also uses different writers that a lot of other studios may overlook and so I think she has this robust story listen Tyler Perry I need you to fucking listen because she I think she uses different writers and stuff like she gives people opportunities that wouldn't necessarily have the opportunities to write on a big show like this and I think that is why this show is so fucking good I love the fact that you you get this sense of 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 course the young part of it but I think any age group could watch this show of course not kids it's a lot of sex in there especially this episode this episode had a lot of sex it was a lot of it but let's start from the beginning so basically the show left off pretty much from the baby shower and you know Lawrence and Issa were not together Issa uh, was unemployed she had started a new career she finally left we got y'all and you know and all that type of stuff so it left off there and Molly was in a relationship talking with the Asian dude so it kind of left off there but when the show first comes on first of all the show is the shows inside the shows on Insecure are dope as shit like they had Ray J on there they had Portia from the Real Housewives they had it was they had um Cole from Martin I can't think of his real name I'm sorry but they were like in the show within the shows are like dope like every time do a show within a show it'd be dope as shit and um the, the girl from the cedric the steve Harvey shows the sadie her she was there i can't think of her name either right now she was the like the host of the show so all that shows inside the show like Issa's a goddamn genius like all the shows inside the shows are fucking hilarious but anyway so it starts off with Issa laying on the ca- spoilers ahead if you didn't already get that spoilers ahead it starts off with Issa kind of like laying on the sofa and I was like okay and she's on the phone talking about she don't fuck with Molly anymore and I'm like shit what happened and then it kind of takes you backwards so we go backwards for months to see exactly what happens to let up to that and I think this entire season is gonna be those four months of what happened between Issa and Molly and where that kind of fallout comes in I mean I you can see the tension like they had tension last season and the season before last but they always kind of come back together so I don't know because I feel like Issa and, and Molly have a great bond or a great relationship but I think there is some toxicity in that relationship like I feel like there is some elements of jealous 
ness in there i think it comes in they they try to come from a good place because they want the best for each other because they're like sisters but i think that there is some of that toxicness i think you know isa uses molly as this crutch but i think molly sometimes uses isa for like discomfort of making herself feel better so i think there is some selfishness on the sides both sides of of the people I think Issa a little more than Molly, but I think they they do have that. So it's inter- it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I think it, it's gonna have it's gonna come down to somebody picking somebody over somebody. That's what I think. I think that's what's gonna happen. Uh, but in here, you kind of see the the tension. Like Molly, like Issa calls Molly because something happens. Molly doesn't pick up the phone. We see Molly comes to the event, but she comes late and she comes with her age the Asian dude, um, and she kind of says something to Issa at the end of it that you know she says that you like being messy. And she said something like that in the prior seasons, but I think in some ways, I think Issa does like the the. I think she feels comfortable in the mess. I do, because a lot of her issues came from her choices, and I think Molly was being truthful, but sometimes you gotta say it in a nice way. <laughs> and I think she was just—it's not what she said; it was how she said it. So we're gonna see that play itself out, and then the interesting dynamic is. Issa has a new fuck buddy and he's fat and I love it I think it's because Lil Rao been telling Issa that you need to get some bigger people in here like everybody that you know you be fucking with be skinny you know we do have Issa's friend who's plus size but we don't really have any plus size dudes so they got a plus size dude on here and they had like a full sex scene for like two two minutes or something like that like we got all kinds of angles and views and it, it was interesting to see and all whatever so I, it it happened it went it went down it went down so and i like the character so i actually hope he stays on here for a bit i do like this character and i don't know because it seems like she's not really feeling him like that so i don't know if they will get into a relationship but it i wouldn't hurt for them too i guess i mean we don't really know any that much about him so let me not say that but he works for tsa that's all we know and that he supports her so that's that's all we know which is this cool and i think molly said something about that too she was like oh if you like it, I love it. So I think that judgmentalness is also starting to set in with that. And then we also see Issa still working with the girl who's talking to Lawrence, who she met at Amanda Seals character's baby shower last year. And we see that. And so I don't know. And she, because apparently the Amanda Seals character, she knew, but she didn't tell Issa. And so it was we we're gonna kind of things are gonna like play out and if you can tell I don't remember like I have the people's names uh, and, and it's gonna play out and I've been watching this shit for four seasons because it's season number four by the way I'm just horrible with, with remembering names and so we're gonna see that kind of like pl- it, it plays out so Issa does find out that Lawrence is having a a relationship with this girl that's helping her and the girl has really helped her out a lot like she has really like she's helped her thrive and you could tell that it was a little bit in Issa's head and the girl's head in the beginning of this event the block party that they had so they could try to get sponsors 
but by the end Issa was just being real and she was able to get the sponsors that she needs so I, I don't think the girl probably won't work with Issa fast this because she now Issa did it on her own she got what she needs and I think the girl will just go off and date Lawrence because she did go back to the house and I'm pretty sure they had sex at that point no they did have sex at that point at the end of that but they probably will go off and date and of course Lawrence will make his way some way back into Issa's life because I feel like Issa and Lawrence should get back together like I just like them together I know Issa cheated on Lawrence and everything but I think they should get back together that's just me so we'll see what happens with that um I, I think that with Molly I don't know if Molly will stay with the Asian guy throughout this but she appears to really like him so this could be a serious relationship for Molly I don't know but it could be and it's funny because I I really didn't think that was going to happen I didn't think that they would continue this into the new season so we'll see what happened with that but clearly her and Issa will have a falling out I like it. I, I will say that the only thing is I, I, the 30 minutes fucks me up because by the time you really get into the episode, it's like ending like shit. Like, can we get a little bit more, Issa? We stuck in the quarantine. And HBO, listen, okay, I'm a little pissed off with y'all because I don't have the subscription. Like, I don't have a channel. I have the app. So I pay the $14.99, which is the same price you would pay if you added in the actual channel on your cable package. But I have the app. On the app, you cannot watch some of the shows when other people watch them. You have to watch it later, and I don't like that shit. I'm like, if I'm paying that $14.99 and all of that stuff, I think I should be able to watch all of the stuff whenever the goddamn I want to. I'm just saying. That's a lot of money, HBO. It's a lot of goddamn money, and I, and I believe that y'all should do that for us. I only subscribe for Insecure. I, I subscribe for Insecure and Real Time with Bill Maher. Okay, those are the only two shows I fuck with y'all with. So if you get rid of one of them shows, I'm leaving anyway. But I might leave anyway because it, that'd be expensive. And then I have to wait till the next day to watch Bill Maher. Like, that's not right. And I think because we're in quarantine, it would be really dope, Issa, if you could just, just tell them just to release all the episodes at once. Like, we're still going to watch them. You're still going to get the ratings. Like, just, just have them release them. Like, why do we need to wait? I, I don't want to wait because we're in quarantine. We can't go nowhere. We got to wait a whole week. I, I don't want to do that. Like, call him up or something, Issa, and see what we could do. Because, like, 30 minutes, Issa, 30 minutes. Like, it's just not enough. I get the strategicness of it, but it's just not enough. I'm just, I'm just saying. But this has been my review. Yeah, and you're going to hear me continue to talk about this until the end of the season. So you're going to hear me talk about it for the next nine episodes. I think it's like 10 episodes of the season. So you're going to hear me talk about it for the next nine episodes. So if you don't like that show, sorry. I'm just saying. But let's talk to Mr. Guru about being a knucklehead and knuckleheading and being a reformed knucklehead. Let, let's let him talk to the knuckleheads for a minute. Uh, so I want to welcome Mr. Terry Little, also known as the Guru, to Millennials Anonymous. He has not been on the platform. We've had Ashley, we've had E Digger, but now we have the Guru. I so, feel slighted. It, well, we were just waiting for the right time, and now the time is right. So yeah. we we're gonna talk because we talk a lot about relationships on Millennials. Yeah, we do. And I want to get your story. So this is more like a story time with the guru. Because okay. we want to hear about... You used to be a knucklehead. Mm, indeed. A lot of us millennials are still dealing with knuckleheads. 
Mm. And so we want to know what is that progression? Like, how do you get from <laughs> point A to, to point Z? Oh, man. What, so let me let me just introduce you. Where, where are you from? Like, I don't know. I am, I am from a small town in North Carolina called Wadesboro. So it's about 65 miles outside of the Queen City of Charlotte. I mean, Queen City, which is Charlotte. Okay. Um, so it's a one-horse town. We had a Walmart. It's closed now. Uh, just closed in a couple weeks ago. Um, I had a small upbringing. My mother and father were both ministers. My father was a pastor. Uh, I have one brother. My wife, I just told her that I'm I'm doing an interview and she's yelling in the background just in case you can't <laughs> hear that. Let me go ahead and text her real quick while we're doing that. Okay. Uh, you can do what you, you know I can edit this, right? Yeah. Look. Uh, uh, I told her if I said, hey, I'm doing an interview at least. Well, you already was doing it this morning, so she probably like, that's too many interviews. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so where was I? Mother and father both ministers. Um, my father was a pastor. Got one brother. Okay. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I lost I lost my mother back in 2007. Who that particular loss still affects me to this day. Okay. Um. So yeah, I just had a. Are you older or younger? Your brother out of your sibling. I'm I'm older. I'm the older I'm the older brother. My brother's four years behind me, so he's okay. 41. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So let, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, your your background. What what made you decide that you was a knucklehead? Like, what looking back at your life, you say, man, yeah, I really was a knucklehead. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a little bit of the book um, and my background. My background started at 16. I walked into my mother's room. And okay. she told me that the father that the man that raised me mm-hmm. wasn't my father, and how that changed my life because I felt like I was lied to. Okay. And so at that point in my life, I decided I'm going to hate women. Oh wow! Uh, because if my because mother, you felt like she if she lies to you, all women are going to lie to you. Right. So for years, um, every woman that I came across, I said, mentality, well, I'm going to you before you me. Okay. So through a whole history of... Wait a minute, you're breaking up a little bit. Wait a minute. Oh. This is going to be my video. Do I sound okay? You grab your phone, sir. Because it sounds almost like... Unlike robotic. a yeah, robotic. Hmm. It might be. Oh, now it's gone. I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. It works. I hear that either echo, but that's other than that, I can live with that. Okay. So yeah. So for years, my, my every woman that I've interacted with, um, I had that mentality of I'm going to get you before you get me. Okay. So I lied. I cheated. I manipulated. I did a whole bunch of stuff that I shouldn't have done. I heard a whole bunch of people along the way. Um, so it started there. And, okay. you know, it, it's just like lying. You can't tell just one. You got to tell three or four to cover the one. Okay. And that, so makes, I covered, that makes sense. So I covered it and covered it and covered it and covered it. And so it was just, before I knew it, it was just stuff. Mm. So it was okay. Because you had a kid pretty young. Yeah. 16. Okay. 
how did that impact you as far as i guess relationship having a child so young because i know we kind of talked about this on brunching yeah were you there for the kid were you not there for the kid and your daughter's amazing by the way yeah she's she's awesome um when i was when i first found out she was pregnant Mm -hmm. i was scared i mean any, any man will tell you that um, there was a, a level of fear that came upon me. Okay. Um, and so I tried to do what I, what was necessary as far as going to get a job. I started washing dishes at a grocery store, uh, things of that nature, trying to make ends meet. However, um, but to to say I was there, there I wasn't. Okay. I was in it. I was in and out. I would mm-hmm. come, you know, in for a little while, stay for a couple of weeks, and you know all that, and I'll be gone. Okay. Um. I got married at 19. To the same person? No, 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 no. I got married to a, a whole different woman. Okay. And we had we had a baby together. Okay. And so that baby kind of took president. I kind of put her on the back burner. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it was, it was just a whole bunch. So, no, I was, I was in and out. I wasn't okay. there as a full-time father, no. Okay. So you got married at 19. Yes. Well, first of all, what makes... Was it the pregnancy that made you get married at 19? Because that's usually not something that most people <laughs> at 19. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you the story of how I got married to my first wife. Because I've been married three times. But okay. You know there. Uh, the first wife. Um, my cousin hooked me up with her. Okay. But my cousin didn't tell me that she had got stood up at the altar two weeks prior to meeting me. Oh. So when I met her. Her mindset was, I'm getting married. I'm getting married, I'm getting married, I'm getting married. Mm. And so me being 19, gullible, mad at my mom, trying to do this whole, you know, I don't need you. I'm going to make it out here by my, I don't need all that. And I married her at 19. Okay. Not knowing what I was doing, but just doing it. I married her to spite people. Okay, because I would say most young guys don't want to get married. So that's right. why I was like, that's interesting. Okay, <laughs> so we you did it to get back at your mother. Yeah, okay. It was, it was a get back. It was, it was stupid, but it took me twenty years to realize it was stupid. Okay, <laughs> all together. Okay, so I could imagine that it probably didn't go well. Um, it didn't. Okay, it didn't at all. Is that um, when you started kind of wandering, or did she wander? She wandered first. Oh, so you got back at her. In a major way, but it's, it's neither here nor there either. But she started it, okay. Um, but I don't, I can't say that I blame her because when I was when we was married, mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't handling any business. I was job hopping. I wasn't paying any bills. I wasn't being a good father to our own daughter. Okay, you know it was it was just a lot. So I I didn't blame her, mm-hmm. but I did blame her. Okay, because why can't you just not cheat? Okay, and she was uh, she was obvious with her cheating. It wasn't like she was trying to hide it. She come on with hickey. Oh wow! <laughs> she, brought, she brought the cat to the house one time, and I was like, "Wait!" Oh wow! I should be in jail right now, but that, that's neither here nor there. Okay. But, <laughs> so, do you think yeah, that's what know. ended it—the cheating from both people—or was it yeah. just it was doomed? From it was doomed. From the, it was doomed from the get because. I wasn't the guy she wanted to marry. She wasn't the woman that I wanted to marry, if that makes sense. Okay. 
And so we just did it for convenience. We did it because her her family expected her to be okay. married. Okay. And I did it for spite. So we we all had our own separate reasons, but it just it just didn't pan out. It was terrible. It was to replay. Okay. I mean that makes that makes a lot of sense. But yeah. that didn't once you left her, you went on to another relationship. Is that did I you did. get married in that one? No. Okay, no. so you did not. Because this because you got some really interesting because I've read like the overview or outline of the book. Yeah. So you you've been through it. So like yeah. you've had some yeah, interesting <laughs> some interesting yeah, relationships how did you get from okay how long did the marriage last the first one um my first marriage lasted if, if we're talking together or legally married legally married um legally married about four or five years wow i, I didn't know it lasted that that's a long that's a little yeah, stint yeah now you said legally married now we're talking about together six months okay okay yeah so, so you that's, would... why, that's why i asked that yeah Okay, all right. So once you left her, how what was the in between between the two between you saying this is not gonna work and I'm finding something new? Okay, so let me get <laughs> in the book. Yeah, and you read the you read the transcript. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a character in the book, Milk Air Chronicles. Her name is uh, Minnie Pearl, mm-hmm. and the reason why we call her Minnie Pearl because Minnie Pearl was 24 years my senior and so (laughs) yeah right and so she was the go-between so what happened was i was married to my first wife um i I was working at a place and i met minnie pearl at the job okay and she intrigued me and she was like oh she's she's interesting let me go ahead and see if i can get it because it was like the mentality was i wonder if i still got it wow so let me go ahead and snag this old lady right here that's exactly what i did it's like Snagged her up. She fell off. She fell in love and stuff. And I think I did too. Okay. But you think? Again, no. It was a crime of op- it was a crime of opportunity is what it was. Okay. Because I wanted to get out of where I was to find something else new. Gotcha. And so I left my wife stranded someplace in a house we had just signed a lease on. Left her stranded. Moved in with her same day. Okay. Uh, it was a mess. It was really a mess, and I stayed with her for about four or five years as well. Okay. Um, and she tested every bit of my manhood, but okay. Yeah. So was it very similar? No, oh, you haven't seen the Madam C.J. Walker film mm-hmm. just yet. No, that's it. So would you say that you weren't a priority, or is it that because she felt like she made more money that she had all of the control and the power? Well, it wasn't about money. Or yeah, age. She, she, yeah, it was definitely age because she had three kids. Mm-hmm. And I was younger than all her kids. Why? <laughs> okay. Does that make sense to you? I, 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 made, I was younger than all her kids. So it was definitely a controlling factor. In the beginning of it, though, it was, oh, my king, my this, my that. She would buy me stuff and she would, you know, we would take care of each other. We'd go out to dinner, da da da. But after about six months in, though, eight months, mm-hmm. Then mommy kicked in, and then he was like, "You can't don't wear your feet, don't wear your shoes like that. You know, tie your shoes up, pull your pants up." And I'm like, "Well, I didn't, I didn't sag anyway. I'm just fat." And this went down anyway. But mommy stepped in, and then at that point, that's when it got tricky. Is but do you think women do that when they feel like a man is not 
necessarily doing what he should do like that's kind of like a default i think it's a default because women are nurturers by nature mm -hmm. right so they want to protect and, and make sure everything around them is good it can be dangerous depending on the man you're dealing with okay because if the guy you're dealing with isn't mentally there then he's going to take it a whole different way the same way i did was like oh i got I'm, my mama's still living okay i don't got to listen to you and so it, it, it just varies depends on the man you're dealing with okay so listen i guess women if you out there don't yeah. necessarily become somebody's mother don't if they're not where yeah. you want them to be yeah don't do that i mean it's okay to suggest it's okay i mean because like i say i've said on the brothers who talk i've said on brunching it's not what you say it's how you say it you can you can, can deliver a message three different ways so it just depends on how you deliver that message and that person you're talking to is going to receive what you're saying okay oh so delivery is everything i mean that's true i mean and then is that why you kind of left that situation? Because I know something happened where it was like a straw that broke the camel's back yeah. per se. You yeah. want to talk about what happened? <laughs> well, was... I mean, it was just, I got tired. Okay. I got tired. I mean, because I cheated the whole relationship with her. The oh. whole time I was cheating. I was going okay. back and hitting exes, baby mamas. And I was, you know, I was just going back and doing my thing. Um, so you I'm never trying, intended like, on staying with her ever? No, no, I had no intention. I live, I stay with her for convenience. So how does she a woman figure that out, though? That if if a man is only there for convenience, the, the a woman will catch that when you stop when you when it stops running parallel because we we have a we have goals together. We've mm -hmm. set out and said, hey, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. When you're running parallel and you have the same goal in mind, it's good. But as soon as he starts veering or as she starts veering, then you might want to question, okay, are you still in this with me? Okay. And you have to keep, you have to be aware. It's, it's one of those things you have to be aware of your surroundings. So if I see you veering, I'm going to say, hey, are you veering on me? What's going on? They talk to me. So communication is important. So you always got to talk. Okay, oh. so you you mean if you said, well, we going to Walmart, and somebody's like, no, I need to go stop over here to the gas station. You need to stop being like, wait, man, what you doing? Emotionally, emotionally, yes. I mean, you kind of have to, uh, because people don't naturally have compassion for other people, which is sad. You don't think and so? I didn't. No, I don't personally. Seriously? I Seriously? Okay. Yeah, because I think people do. I think people naturally have some not natural. not natural I don't I mean because <laughs> and here's the reason why I say that because people will find a way or figure out a way to try to get you okay before you know you, you two minutes in a conversation they're trying to figure out how to manipulate you so um I've been there and it sucks I, okay. I've been the manipulator and I've been manipulated so okay I know for both angles Okay, all right. I mean, I could, I could see that, but you also moved on from that scenario or situation yes. into a, probably a worse situation. No, actually, it was, uh, it was better. You actually. think? Okay, okay. Um, not by much, though. Okay. <laughs> 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 and so I met while while I was with Minnie Pearl. Mm -hmm. 
and and those of you guys who are listening, uh, these are characters in my book. I don't. Yeah, they're names. all characters. That's not, that's not what I do. That's not how I do it right here. But uh, so I was with Minnie Pearl still living mm-hmm. with her, um, but we were just going through it. We kind of we weren't in separate rooms yet, but we should have been. Okay. But I met my brother. His wife introduced me to my second wife. Okay. And so we met. I went down to Jacksonville. He was in the mil- at the time he was in the military. And so I went down to Jacksonville, North Carolina, down at uh, Fort Bragg. Okay. Met her. And she had two kids, had a ready-made family already. And it went left real quick because she had a family member that was infatuated with her. But I don't want to get too, too much of a business. But Okay. And so we had to leave Jacksonville. Okay. She called her mom one day and said, Mom, I, I, I got to come home. And she's from Chicago. Okay. Mom, I got to come home. This is not working. And she said, well, come on home, baby. You can come home. You can always come home. She says, well, I'm not leaving without Terry. So, okay. And I felt, ooh, I felt special. <laughs> and so we left and packed up a U-Haul. My brother was a U-Haul. And we, me and her and the kids on the bus. And we drove or rode to Chicago. Okay. And this was in 2001. So this oh, will wow. give you the time, that time frame on it. Okay. 2001. And I stayed there for about six months. And then I left again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a pattern forming. You know, guys who listening, there's a pattern forming. But, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I see the pattern. Mm-hmm. So is it the un, the discomfort that's causing the pattern or is it because of the you don't want the response you were running from the responsibility that of one. the relationship that one I didn't want it okay but I found myself in it and was like I don't want to do this you know and my second she, we didn't get married until 2003 but that's besides the point um I, I didn't want the responsibility. She had a baby. She just had a baby. Okay. Wasn't mine, of course. She was pregnant when I met her. Okay. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so she had a baby, and I was I was wanting to be. I got attached to the baby. Okay. But I still didn't want the responsibility of being in a relationship with her. And then plus, I'm in Chicago, a city I've never been to. Mm. I'm from I'm from the South, man. Okay. We smile at people in the south we speak to people in the south now chicago you can't do that you can't get on the l or the bus and hey, you, get, <laughs> you will get robbed you're gonna get stepped in the name of love right you know what i'm saying and i was living on the south side of chicago so anybody listening oh, okay. over there in inglewood y'all know what i'm talking about right there south of ashland avenue y'all know it's crazy and it was crazy back then it's even more crazy now but back then it was crazy oh. and so it was not resp- not one responsibility um, scared of Chicago Okay. and many pearls still had a hold on me really? so I had a lot of stuff happening emotionally yeah. okay all right, yeah. that's interesting. Is that why you got on that Michael Jordan jersey, despite the fact that that's what I You know, saying, LeBron right? James is the king. Okay, we're not going. We're going to next time. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let it slide. But since we got we're talking see, about I'm, Chicago. But see, I'm a Derrick Rose fan, though. You know. I mean, 
we we we're not gonna get on to the sports, but yeah. yeah, he's doing. He was doing good before this season got canceled. canceled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But why did why why did Minnie Pearl, despite you saying she was being so controlling, mm-hmm. and the situation was worse? Why would yeah. you? Why I don't understand that. Okay, I still don't to the day. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. I still don't. Um, she called. Well, I actually I called her. Okay. And one Saturday, and we got to talking, and she was like, "When are you coming home?" And this and that. And, but I thought about it because, like I said, I was with her in the beginning because mm-hmm. of convenience, and she would still take care of her brothers. She still buy stuff. But I I heard about it. I paid for it later. Why is, this is that why you got the fat Jordan? Yes, the fat. Yes, <laughs> yeah. the fat doing with the one leg standing out longer than the other. Yeah, okay. Those. okay. Um, but and so I was like, well, here's my situation. I'm in a place I'm scared of. I don't want to be here, really. But I, I, I've had feelings for her, and I want to stay. However, this was normal. See, people will always go back to normal. Okay. Because it's easier to deal with normal than it is to deal with the unknown. Okay. And so she called me one Saturday and she was like, look, I want you to come home. I'm like, I don't want to come back home. She said, okay, I have a plane ticket at the airport. All you got to do is go pick it up. I said, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you're right. You're already right. That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So that that's an interesting concept. Sure. That despite the badness that you would rather put up with that than to put up with the I don't know. Because you already know what you're getting at that point. You know that it's not yeah. going to be a good situation. A good situation. Yeah. I mean, well, I had I had plans that I was going to come back. Mm-hmm. This is, this was my my green light to go back to North Carolina. Oh. I wanted, I wanted to go back home. Okay. And so, choose my, choose my gateway. Mm-hmm. I got there. I re- you know, I told her uh, a week or two after I got there, I don't want to be here. I'm going home. And then I was still emotionally attached to Chicago or Strawberry, if she's in the book. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to be here. I'm leaving. I'm going home. And Minnie Pearl threatened me. Okay. And was like, you ain't leaving here. If you leave here, you win a toe tag. Oh. And she pulled a knife on me. Okay. And 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 it was an altercation. Okay. And I still left. Got a couple of bruises to prove it. Oh. But uh, oh, did I you left. get stabbed? No, she didn't stab me. Okay. She almost did. I'm a little quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. She lunged though. Yeah. So is that? I mean, a lot of women do feel like that they need to keep a man. And I don't know what her I can't speak for her I don't know what her reasons are Behind wanting the, to Kind of control you But do you feel like Letting somebody Because sometimes you don't want to let people go Because of the potential that they may not come back Do you feel like right. that's where women And men, men do it too Kind of yeah. get it like fucked up Like if somebody want to go Should you just let them go Yeah See ya because if you let, if you allow if you allow someone to stay who doesn't want to stay or you make them stay, a level of resentment always sets in. Because mm. I could have stayed with her another four or five years. 
Okay. But I would have hated. I would have hated her every day. Okay. <laughs> because you're trying. You're trying. You're trying to force. You're trying to force me to stay somewhere. I don't want to stay. That's so what I'm trying. I, I remember having that conversation with her as we were. I, I'm as I'm dodging knife blades. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, you can't make me stay here. You know, I want to go home. Let me go home to my parents. Let me go home to my mom and dad. You know, you ain't even leave. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Calm down. You know what I'm saying? And it really got bad. Is that what changed you? Is that where you had your revelation? Like, I don't want to do no. this no more. No. Really? Because, no. Because if you go on in the book, we gonna, I'm going to run through this real quick. So what happened? I actually went back home. I called Strawberry up and was like, hey, I want you to come bring the kids and move down here to North Carolina. Mm. She said, she said, okay. Got on the bus, run the kids, move down to North Carolina. Stayed, got a place. I left her again a year and a half later. Oh, wow. And went back to Minnie Pearl. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my story. I mean, and so uh, I didn't stay with me for a long. I think I think I stayed with her for forty eight hours. It was like I can't do this. Uh, I made a mistake. I love Chicago strawberry. I'm going back. Another fight break because you're not going to leave me. I never told you you come back here. It was just a whole bunch of stuff, and I ended up going back home. It was a mess. Oh wow. Yeah, what, I went through a lot. Yeah. What made you? I mean, eventually say. I don't want to do this anymore. Is it that you realize that it's me and it's not necessarily the situations that I'm getting in, but it's, I'm carrying this baggage with me. At the time, I didn't have that revelation. Okay. I had it, I had it later, but I didn't okay. have it right then. I just knew that I, I was tired of fighting. I was tired of fighting. Okay. Uh, I'm tired of going back and forth. I was hurting uh, strawberry and I was like, why am I doing this? She, many pro didn't mean anything to me from the get but for some reason and I found out later mm-hmm. is that there was she I put a root on you well those of us in the south know what a root is you're going to tell me root. I'm <laughs> a, a, a root is they go to a witch doctor oh alleged okay alleged, alleged right she went to a root doctor and it was like okay I don't want this man to leave so I'm going to put this spell on him to where if he leaves something happens and all that and I don't believe in that. Okay. But she does or did. Okay. And she thought, and I think she took a lock of my hair or something on my brush or something. Took it to the witch doctor. She put the root on there. Okay. And that's why I could never see. Is she Haitian? No. Okay. She's straight black. Okay. Okay. She's Afrocentric American, all that jazz. But, and I couldn't seem to break that bond. It was just like, no matter what I did, I would always call her up and then I would just get sewn back into her web. And then, and I don't understand it. I don't okay. understand it. All right. I mean, that that makes, I guess, a little bit of sense um, about why you would keep going back. Because yeah. <laughs> she she gave you what you needed when you needed it. And right. you said, I never planned on staying with her. So you just looked no. at her as a resource. Yeah, she was convenient. Yeah, she was she was convenient. How does a woman how do how you not get stuck in that? Because you want to help the person, clearly. Clearly. But you don't want to be the person that is the they're just here because I'm convenient. How do you still become a giver? Like you want to give to your spouse. You want to help your spouse without being used. Here's here's what I would here's a tip I would tell 
uh, any woman. Um, there are a lot of men out here, and when I tell men about women, there's a lot of women out here. They don't want they don't want love. They want help. Mm. And this is how you figure that out. Okay. When you do something, and you watch their facial reaction, or you watch how they respond to what you do. Okay. And if what you do, and their if their response is kind of funky to you, because I'll pay attention to your sixth sense. Your people talk about the sixth sense or my uh, what do they call it? Intuition. Okay. Okay. Listen to your intuition. It's not going to steal you wrong. Okay. And if you do something, and you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not the way you're supposed to respond to that. You know. But everybody not I, the same. Some people are weird. Right. Like if you do things. Okay. And they give you, you might not react the same way. Well, then that, that should be a conversation had in the beginning. Okay. Over conversation. I mean, over a relationship. But, you know, some people are awkward or, or weird like that. Mm-hmm. But, it, it got, you know, don't, it's not a one time thing. It's going to be like over time. Okay. And then you do stuff and it's like, that is not the response I was looking for. That is not. You know what I'm. I'm what response doing. should we be? Are you talking about they should be appreciative? Are you talking really about appreciative? I mean, but let's return the favor. Sometimes you do stuff for people. You know, that's a, reciproc- a re- reciprocation effect here. Okay. If, if if I give you money for gas, the next week, if I'm like, hey, I need money for gas, you know, let's reciprocate and bring it back around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> as long as they were reciprocating, so people were reciprocating, and they're showing appreciation, not really just being appreciative, like "Oh my God, you did this for me," but they're okay. showing appreciation and reciprocating. Okay, that makes sense. But what finally? What was your your turning point? Gives women some hope if they dealing with a knucklehead. Mm. Where's the hope at? Where they finally will say, you know what? I'm tired of going back and forth. I'm tired of cheating. I'm tired of all of that. Yeah. Okay. So for women, here's my advice. Is that know your worth. Mm -hmm. Even if your crown is crooked. Okay. Dust that bad boy off and straighten it. Okay. Because you, you know what you want. You know... Um, I want a man to do this. I want a man who is chivalrous. I want a man that will open up a door. I want. I know what I want, mm-hmm. and we have to stay close to that. Don't settle, okay? Because homeboy ain't got it together, fellas. If you're listening to this, if you know you got some issues, no matter how small or how big, what I did, and what got me to the place I think you asked me earlier, what got me to that, that breaking point. Mm-hmm. The breaking point was when I, I was sitting on the end of a hotel bed in a weekly hotel because I, I lost everything. Okay. Don't let it, don't let the bottom of the well hit you before you realize that we got an issue. Okay. That makes sense. And, and don't take these women, take, stop taking these women with you. I, from, from experience, I destroyed so many lives because okay. I had an issue. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that. A lot of guys won't admit that, but I guess that's the reform. That's the reform, yeah. No, we're not gonna admit it. Yeah, we're not going to admit it. Going, we're not going to admit it while we're in it. Uh, it, it took me a long time, and my current wife, Melissa, who's on the other side of it, she had a big help. Okay. And I met her back in 
2011 back in Chicago. Okay. And because I went back and forth a few times with Strawberry and Lenny Pearl, but that's in the book. You gotta okay. You gotta get the book. You gotta 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 buy the book. Right. Or you can listen to the 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 whole podcast on uh, bit.ly slash TCS TV 2019. If you wanna catch it. There you go. Anyways, um, so yeah, it took me sitting on the end of a hospital bed and saying I was a complete and utter disaster. Okay. Not only to other people, but to myself. Okay. And you said you're Melissa, your current wife, and she wants to come mm. on and talk about how being a <laughs> she is more than welcome. You, you, you might want to interview her. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, that's another conversation for another. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it took you realizing it wasn't you know she helped you get where you were but if it wasn't you in your own mind that figured out that i have a problem i got a problem you wouldn't have been able to really turn your life around exactly uh it's just like an alcoholic going to aa okay the first thing the first thing they say in aa is that you have to realize you have to first admit the fact you got a problem okay and for me i knew and one of the things that one of my common models that I use is that if you are going through something mm-hmm. and it's the same thing happening in every situation you are the, the common denominator even though I hate math but if you are the common denominator you have to realize that and then try to fix the problem okay because everybody ain't, everybody ain't crazy that is very true like you you saying it nice because you got people in the background but it's you motherfuckers you like if, <laughs> if it keeps happening everywhere you go it's it's yeah. You like this? Just how you want to say it? It's you, boo boo. But can you tell them again where they can listen to your audio podcast? Podcast. If you want to, if you want to catch the whole story, because I gave you bits and pieces, uh, you can go to bit.ly backslash yeah backslash tcstv twenty nineteen. It's going to take you right to Spreaker, and you'll be able to listen to it. I'm telling you. What you heard today is the sugar-coated version of what you're going to hear on that podcast. Yes, because so. he's being good today, by yeah. the way. We just <laughs> wrapped brunch in. He's a totally different <laughs> individual. Yeah. But I want to thank you for coming to Millennials Anonymous. Oh, yeah, the pen. Of course. <laughs> the click. <laughs> the pen. It's a whole other topic. Yes. That pen yeah. is like a stress, it's like a stress reliever, stress Absolutely, ball. absolutely. Ladies, though, before we go, I gotta say this. Like I said before, I say it again, and it bears repeating. Straighten your crown. Know your work. Stop settling for these dudes that give you this false sense. Know about you, learn you, love you. Because ain't nobody gonna love you like it. Not a soul. Ain't that the truth? Absolutely. So, you gotta love yourself, like Mama Ruth said. You gotta love yourself before <laughs> you gotta love yourself. Well, anybody yeah. else can love you. That's that's <laughs> absolutely true. But thanks again, Guru, for coming for on. Sure. Make sure that absolutely. you listen to his his podcast. The book is coming as well, so make sure you support him. And then you can also cool. listen to the brothers who talk. Mm-hmm. That comes on on Saturdays and Thursday. on Mile High Radio oh. on Saturday, and then on Thursdays live on Charm City Direct TV and the yeah. Common Sense Show TV. And then does it also I air? I haven't run that back yet. Okay, but I, I thought it came on. Legacy, yeah, the oh. of legacy will live. We go live on Periscope 
Monday okay. through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. So if you want your daily dose of inspiration, come through and see me, AD, and Pastor Brian McCrory. Um, we bring that every month, every week, or every day in the week. Every day. See, now you got some inspiration. So make sure yeah. you tune into the guru. He's only bad when he's with us. Uh, mostly with me but he is really good when he's not so make sure you tune in if you are a little squeamish and you don't like to hear all the cursing and nonsense so make sure you tune in him thanks again for coming on to millennials thank you thank all right i want to thank the guru for coming on today and i want to thank all of the listeners and people who rock with us on this show we were charting on itunes in the top 200 podcast so i want to thank everybody who subscribes and likes and listens to this podcast thank you so much i do see all the comments i do read all the comments i try to respond to everybody i thank you so much for the support shout out to wpir 98.4 fm for rocking and rolling with us i super appreciate you guys for rocking and rolling with us we will also be on wrdr soon uh, we're also we're already on it for brunching but millennials is coming to wrdr as well so shout out to everybody who's rocking with us and have a fantastic day Bye.